Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. I'm Russell Howe. And this is Tourist by Chance, where we come and talk all things entertainment, including movies, television, news. Okay, then not, not like that, but I mean streaming. One day I'm going to sort of all this out, eventually. Uh, Russell, guest timber continues. We Onward, go- yes. Still going strong. What, third guest? Our third guest, still going strong. And first female guest on the panel as well. Uh, you may recognize this. This, this is a great guest we got right now. You may recognize her from TikTok, the Schmodown, her YouTube channel when she makes videos. And, of course, being the only member of the cult of her fully loaded, Abby For Real. Abby, how you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. And you are here because our topic this week was Disney Channel original movies. We're going back, Russell. We're going back. We are. <laughs> we, we thought you'd be the perfect spirit guide to take us on this journey. Right here. Yes. Okay. But before we get to that, we have to get to our, uh, you know, our usual stuff, first of which is our weekly trailer rundown. Now, we have a couple of ones to talk about today. First one of which, Russell, I did not give you. You were not allowed to watch this because oh, it is the trailer right. yeah. for The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, thanks. You, you, see, you see what happens when you don't watch the shows? You know what? I was wondering why you didn't put that on there. I was like, maybe he's just not going to talk about it. Because you haven't seen the first I season. That's why. No, no. Abby, and, Abby and I Abby and I will talk about it. You sit there and listen. All right. So, Abby, <laughs> what do you think about the trailer for The Mandalorian Season 2? And how did you feel about the first season? Um, I liked the first season. I think that it was a really strong um, limited run of episodes. And I was looking forward to it every week. And I think this trailer did a good job in not showing anything because we're going to watch it anyway. So I probably could have given you this trailer, Russell, because this, it really doesn't show anything. But I didn't want to because I wanted you to sit and listen. But no, yeah, uh, I do love the bit where like the Mandalorian pulls out a weapon and maybe Yoda's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going back. <laughs> you got this. You got this, bro. That was already a meme within minutes of the trailer dropping. And if there's anything you know, Abby, it's memes. You yes. Are, you know memes. So yeah, uh... We will be talking about, man, you can talk about the trailer next week, Russell, when we do uh, season one with Alex Damon, but the season two will drop uh, October 30th, 2020, so get hyped. Uh, next show talk. Now, we're all going to talk about this one, because this, <laughs> this is a weird-ass trailer. It's for Love and Monsters. Uh, this movie starts, this trailer starts off in a direction you didn't if, if someone didn't tell you the title, you see, like, oh, this is boy, he's, draw, he's drawing his girlfriend. Oh, it's going to be a nice little sweet teen rom-com. And then the monsters show up. And you're like, wait, what? When, when did we turn? When we take a hard left to an H.P. Lovecraft film? Why is, why is Michael Rooker here? What's going on? Uh, so it's about a uh, boy played by a uh, Maze Runner guy. Dylan, Ob- Dylan, Dylan O'Brien. Is it Dylan Scott or Dylan O'Brien? Dylan Sorry. O'Brien. Yeah, Dylan O'Brien. Uh, that guy who's trying to chase after his girlfriend during a monster apocalypse. So, Russell, what did you think of the trailer for Love and Monsters? I literally thought I was watching Maze Runner for a second. Um, <laughs> not a surprise that this got a VOD release. Um, oh, like the, they I didn't mean, even it, they didn't even try to say theaters. Just like yo, we, we know, we know. <laughs> it's like guys, this is gonna be bad. This is going straight to VOD. I mean, sure. I mean, I, I get it. We're in a you know with the pandemic and stuff like that. We're getting these types of releases. I mean, it looks different, but I did get vibes of the Maze Runner type on it for sure. I do like Michael Rooker playing basically the exact same character playing in Fantasy Island. Yeah, the same. For, for the six of you who saw that movie, we are two. We are two of them. Abby, what did you think of the trailer for Love and Monsters? 
You know, I never saw the movie Monster Trucks, but it gave me Monster Trucks vibes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Abby, Abby, we need to bring you back with new Monster Trucks because you're missing out. Have y'all uh, seen that? I did see it. I have not. I have not seen it. Oh, my God. Guys, Rob Lowe plays a Texan in that movie. Oh, with man. An accent, with an accent and everything. Oh, uh, no. Yes. It just looked bad. It looked like it said oh, stay it's, away. It, so it's, I never... quite, it's quite bad. It's quite awful. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, we'll have to check it out. But, yeah, so it gave you monster truck vibes, Abby. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that yeah, no, no, no high praise for all of us, and yeah, this figures. This this feels very Nickelodeon movie. I was waiting for like the from Nickelodeon Studios logo to pop up somewhere in this trailer. <laughs> that is true. It was very Nickelodeon. Never where it's high comment. budget, but is it? You know, is it? Is it really high budget? Yeah, it's high, bu- high budget for, for Blumhouse, maybe. But not not this. Speaking of Blumhouse, our next trailer is for. Uh, the latest film from Happy Death Day director Christopher Landon, because for some reason they'll give Jeff Wadlow a couple million dollars to make two sh- piles of crap, but they won't give him the money to make Happy Death Day three. Uh, it is the first trailer for Freaky. Freaky is a movie starring the blonde chick from Detective Pikachu, the bubbly one, Catherine Newton, I believe is her name. If it's not, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stress. I'm not gonna stress. It is her name, right? Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> Catherine Newton, who plays a teenager who switches bodies with a murderer played by Vince Vaughn. Don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> Out of all the people switch bodies with this. Vince it was so weird. It was so weird, dude. So, yeah. Uh, now, now Vince, the teenage girl of Vince Vaughn's body and Vince Vaughn's in a teenage girl's body. That sounds so wrong. Teen, Vince, Va- Vince Vaughn's mind is in a teenage girl's body. That still doesn't sound correct, but that's the best way I can describe <laughs> it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this is a kind of sort of a... They're not even trying to hide. This is basically Freaky Friday if you switch to the, the serial killer. Uh, so, Abby, what did you think of the trailer for Freaky? Um, I was really obsessed with the trailer. I'm so excited for this movie. I love the Happy Death Day movies. And I think that having the spin on the Freaky Friday premise is really interesting. And I like the tone of it. And I... It said it was coming out in theaters, or was it VOD? Or uh, I, I don't think it's, it's slated for. It's slated for. Oh, okay. Well, it's slated for November thirteenth, twenty twenty, but it could probably go to VOD. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited. I'll probably try to see it when it does come out. However, it does. You know. Slated for Friday the thirteenth. Ooh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Russell, what do you think of the trailer for, for, for Freaky? Were you, were you, are you going to get Freaky for Freaky? <laughs> I mean, that's like I said, it was like Freaky Friday meshed with Happy Death Day, the vibes. I mean, it, it really is very blatant when it comes out and says it. Um, Vince Vaughn being the person, though, I'm like, really? Like, he came out of nowhere. He hasn't been, like, really doing a whole lot. Like, he's been actually kind of doing these, like, underground works and stuff like that. But Hey, uh, hey goddammit. He was in, what was he in? What's that? He was in Fighting My Family. Uh, yes. Well, it was small. Uh, what about Delivery Man? Delivery. Oh God. <laughs> the, the the classic hits. Classic. Um, you know what? He's he's really good in Brawl and Cellblock '99. Okay. I mean, like I said, it's one of those ones. Like Abby said, I mean, I'll probably see because there's nothing else to be probably be released. So why not? But uh, yeah, not not too over hyped on this. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about some things we're not we're not getting because of uh, you know COVID strikes again. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, freaky. I, I do like how they're pushing it as a comedy, because that's, ba- that's basically what this what this is. Yeah, 
that's, that's what I think the, like, the problem with the first Happy Death Day was with the marketing pushing like, oh, this like super serious horror film. And you watch like, this, this is a comedy. This is a goddamn comedy. It almost gives you shades of like Jumanji too. Kind of yeah. Jumanji-esque too, Almost, yeah. with the switching bodies and stuff like that. You know, what? if they if this, if this gets a sequel, they need to do where like everyone's switching bodies. Like her entire like group of friends, all get switched by with like a different like different like serial killer. And, and they yeah. and, and they and they should call it. They'll call it too freaky. Too, too fast, um, too freaky. I like it. Done. Sign it up. Still a better title than most sequels we get today. I'm looking at you. No time today. <laughs> uh, oh, you really came for that one. <laughs> I did, yes. Uh, oh, Abby, there's a whole there's a whole running joke on this show where we do not like the Bond title. Okay. Or Good most time. or most sequel titles that we that we see recently because a lot of them are bad. I, oh yeah. I think Gold Standard's still The Conjuring Three, right? I, I, I say yes. Yeah, like the the Gold Standard of bad names. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. last trailer we're talking about, and I think easily the name is just me. Easily the best one we're talking about today is for the Trial of the Chicago Seven. So uh, we, we talked about this movie a couple times because it's on my most anticipated of the year for this year. Uh, it's a court case about uh, the Chicago Seven, a group of seven uh, defendants charged in the federal government's conspiracy in uh, the late 60s, early 70s. Uh, they, were, they were charged with the, trying to incite a riot. Uh, written and directed by Aaron Sorkin, features a cast that includes Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, Sasha Baron Cohen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Michael Keaton, Franklin Jella, Eddie Redmayne, hopefully giving a good performance, Jerry, Jeremy Strong. So many people are dropping for Netflix on October 16th, 2020. Russell, what did you think of the trailer for Trial of the Chicago 7? I mean, when you mix Sorkin with the whole, you know, star-studded cast like that, I mean, he's he always comes out swinging. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Sasha Barracon really looks like he gives a really, really solid performance in this. So does uh, JGL. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I want to kind of get the backstory of the whole, you know, the Chicago 7. I really don't know too, too much about it, so... Um, this is a big, like, and I said this when it came out, like when we did the first trailer review for it. Um, it's a big win for Netflix, I think, with this one. I think this thing, if it has some legs and stuff like that, I think we could maybe hear about this come around. Uh, no, I, I I agree, but uh, I I do love the whole like um, the trailer where it just like sets like the whole world watches, which is actually like incredibly relevant given yeah. events that transpired this year. But Abby, I, you're a Chicago native, aren't you? You, yes, I am. Do you know anything about this story, and what do you think about this trailer? Um, not too much, actually, unfortunately. Um, letting, but letting, us, letting the show down, Abby, letting the show down. I know, I know. I apologize for not being informed about history. But I do think the trailer looks really good. Um, I think that this had and still maybe does have the potential to be the Irishman of 2020, in terms of that really good Netflix film. Just minus the three-day runtime? Run yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Irishman in theaters, too. That was, like a, that, was a, that was an event. Why would you do that when you could just watch it at home and pause P it? PJ wanted to go see it. It was his birthday, so I, I was mm, kind of obliged. Uh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I went in, like, 9 in the morning. Didn't get out to the, didn't get out to the next day. Yeah. You're still there. I'm, st I'm uh, yeah. I'm still broadcasting the theater. <laughs> they've been trying to get they've been trying to get me out for months. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, I think this looks awesome. In the world where COVID's taking everything from us, which we'll get to in, a, in just a few seconds, this at least gives us something to look forward to. So thank you. Can't believe saying this, but thank you, Netflix. You may have canceled. You may have canceled Santa Clarita, but you're giving us Chicago Seven on October sixteenth, twenty twenty. 
So that does it for our uh, trailer talk, which means we now move on to our notorious news. Speaking of COVID, let's just go. Let's just go right into it. Uh, some things have moved. Things have moved. Things have transpired. First of all, we got to salute the latest casualties of war. Uh, well, one in particular. First of all, is Candyman. Candyman is officially out of two thousand of two thousand twenty. Cause yeah, this this year has not done enough damage to black people. <laughs> it keeps going. <laughs> Uh, in addition to, to some moves, first of all, the official move we have, Wonder Woman 84 has moved to Christmas 2020. And uh, we have, bl- uh, this isn't confirmed yet, it's reported Black Widow is looking for a new date and Soul is looking for, is potentially going to Disney+. Plus, Probably for the same premium price as Mulan. Uh, so, one at a time. First of all, we lost Candyman. Just, you know, salute. Pour one out. Uh... I'm gonna have it for well, because I, I know Russell feels about it. Abby, were you looking forward to Candyman, and is this uh, did, did this like keep keep adding on to the bad, you know, the bad thing from movie, movie fans pile of 2020? Um, I was really looking forward to it. I had not seen any of the previous Candyman movies or anything. Yeah, I know. I just, I'm not I a big horror Abby, person. I just gave Abby like the, a massive like, huh? I. <laughs> Oh, can- Candyman. The first Candyman, Russell, agree- Russell disagree with me. First Candyman is excellent. You should absolutely jump on that at some point. Yeah. I mean, I saw the trailer for this one, and it looked good, and it had a good crew working behind it. And so it's sad that it had to move, but I hope that it can just wait it out and maybe have a good box office whenever it does decide to release. Uh, Russell, Candyman. We, 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 lo- we lost it. It's gone. It's not coming back. Well, it's coming back at some point. But it's not coming back as soon as we anticipated. How does that make you feel? Yeah. I mean, in, in, a, in a year when I was looking forward to Antebellum, which is actually coming on VOD in a couple days, which is super sad, um, nothing's surprising anymore. It, it really isn't. Um, it's just like, it's almost like, what's next? You know, you're going to get some news in the next couple of days. Well, I mean, what else is next? Um, well, I mean, it sucks, but... Here's yeah, what, what is next. Do? We got Wonder Woman moving to Christmas. Now, the interesting thing about this is currently, Dune is set for a... Dune, another big WB release, is set for a December 18th release date. Literally one week before Wonder Woman's supposed to come out. So, I think all signs point to Dune moving, which sucks. But do you think Dune will move? Russell? You're, me? Um... Either Dune moves or Wonder Woman moves again. I mean, it's going to be one of the two. Um, I mean, right now with the state of the whole movie-going experience and stuff like that, I'm not not 100% sure what they're going to do. Um, If I was a gambling man, I would probably say Dune would probably be the one to bow out. But um, we've seen Wonder Woman shift a lot of dates, too. Same with Black Widow and stuff like that. So, I mean, anything's anything's fair game at this point. If I'm guessing, though, I would probably say Dune's the one to shift. All right, Abby. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on maybe. I know Tenet was a lot of Christopher Nolan wanting to. Oh yeah, he was. He was captain oh, yeah. the Hindenburg as it caught fire, and yeah. he said, "We I, I, still gonna do this shit." So, depending on how Warner Brothers looks at Tenet's release, um, there possibly might still be a chance that Dune would not move, especially if it kind of has a clear run for December, depending on what COVID looks like, how many people would be willing to go to the theaters. But I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting because I think 
no one's really committing. Yes, they're making release dates. Like I think, like right now, Black Widow's November, correct? Currently, yes, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I don't know if they'll actually follow through. But I would actually say Dune. I would believe before Wonder Woman. Well, I mean, yeah, because that's probably Wonder Woman. No, look, I, I much as I will pay to see Dune, and may risk my life for it. People on the whole are not going to go pay to see the weird desert sandworm Timothy Chalamet sad rat movie. Yeah. And they will. And they will Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it's still the holiday season, too, I guess. So maybe I'm changing my mind and Wonder Woman will stay. But. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree. I think that it's also, it's also just like, if they don't move Dune, it's also just like bad economy on their part because, like, Wonder Woman's going to eat Dune alive. I'm much I'm looking forward to Dune more. Like, that's. Doesn't have near the brand recognition of Wonder Woman, which a movie I thought had a good shot of being like a billion dollar film this year. It really, it honestly did, and I think um, it's just more of like a family vibe that everyone can go to right now if you do go to the theater. So yeah. So uh, last last piece of like maybe movie we have again not confirmed yet. Uh, we have Disney looking at new dates for Black Widow and Soul, possibly moving to Plus. Now I'm going to stop by Soul right now. I am mad about this. Not mad at Disney. I'm mad at society. Why? Because well, let me finish. Because we got the first Negro Pixar movie. Got a black lead, predominantly black cast, and that has to go to Disney Plus because y'all can't wear a mask. No, no, no. Fuck, fuck you. No. So I'll go to Abby first. Uh, Blackwood, do you think that moves? And say Soul does go to Plus, would you pay? I don't know if you paid for Mulan or not, but would you pay premium price to see Soul on Premier Access? Um, I'm a big Disney stan. As I say that, as if we're not about to talk about a decom in a few minutes, but um, I did pay for Mulan. I think I would pay for Soul right now. It it would be sad because I think it probably could have done Inside Out numbers. Um, I agree. At the box office. Um, so I'm sad that it would potentially be VOD, but we've seen Trolls World World Tour like do very well, and I think Scoob did well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Um, I, just, I do think $30 is a lot, but um, if they kind of do what they're going to do with Mulan, where Mulan's going to be free in December, that would still be a lot of people seeing the movie, but I guess they're... I have no idea why they would still do it. I I don't think Mulan made that much money for them, correct? I can double check. But first of all, Mulan worth 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 thirty bucks or uh, or no? It was I, it was not worth the thirty bucks. Okay, no. so we that's that's the kind of unanimous consensus because Dan told us the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. Uh, Mulan on a budget of two hundred million dollars uh, made has currently has forty two million because it did not did not do well in China. No. For various reasons. Uh, for, yeah, for, for a lot of reasons. But uh, coming to Black Widow, because the Marvel slate, look, we had it back in last July. We're like, oh, this, yeah. looks like, this looks like some good shit. Can't wait to see all this stuff. And then, oh, COVID happens, and we don't know when anything's coming out. Apparently, WandaVision is still coming out this year. Not Falcon Winter Soldier, which sucks. I was looking forward to that one probably the most. of Well, not the most, but it was the one I was looking forward to a lot. Uh, but, yeah, we don't know. Do you, so do you think... This makes a move to plus. Would you pay thirty bucks for this, and or, or do you think go? Do you think it like wakes up for the theaters? 
I would say this is more likely to wait it out than Seoul. Um, I think I could see Seoul being put put on Disney Plus way more than I could see in the MCU movie. But it is Black Widow. It is a character that we know the end game of. Um, uh-huh. And so, and yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It just depends on how valuable they see that movie. I think it could have done good numbers. Um, not the best or like the biggest, but I think it looks like a solid movie. So I just, I don't know if it's actually going to commit to that November release date. All right, Russell, I'm, I'm paying you a picture right now. All right. We've got two Disney tent poles coming out very soon. Now, say. Which one do you, okay, one's going to go to Plus, one's going to go out for the theaters. Which goes to theaters, and would you pay 30 bucks premium for either of them? Uh, between Black Widow and Soul? Yes. Black Widow waited it out to the theaters. I think uh, Soul goes VOD. Brothers, brothers can't get in there, can uh, yeah. they? <laughs> um, and to answer your question, I would, I would, yes, I would pay $30 to see this um, as opposed to Milan. Yeah, I mean, much as I don't want to agree with you guys, but I, I, have, I have to, because <laughs> Soul does not have the brand recognition. Look, if, if people are going to risk their lives to see a guy who learns to love jazz and maybe a, the afterlife, I don't know what Soul's about, but that or the Black Widow movie, Black Widow's going to get precedent, so that's probably going back, and it sucks, because, you know, this, this is our chance. We're going to get out. Yeah. Nope. Nope. The, the Hispanics got theirs. We're not getting ours. This is sad. Uh, moving on, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of billion-dollar movies that would have come out this year, Fast and Furious. Uh, that made a big big-ish announcement. Uh, F9 is supposed to come out this year. Uh, it was announced semi-confirmed. We're still not entirely sure this is real or not. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez was on SiriusXM. She let it slip that F9 is going to space. Now... When you read the quotes, it sounds like she's joking, but when you watch the clips, like, oh, she's like, she's like very serious about this. Now, the thing is, we all saw this coming. They had the line, we got a spaceship, they got a rocket engine strapped to a car. We've been, we've been saying, like, okay, where else, can you, where else can you put a car in? Space. Here's my question, though. Russell, is space crazy enough for Fast and Furious? Because I, I'm going to say this right now. We have John Cena being the being Vin Diesel's brother somehow, <laughs> and we have Han I mean, which, yeah. survive Han apparently being flame retardant and explosion resistant. So, I don't think space would be the most in inac- oh, Carzan, Carzan too. I don't think space is the most out of nowhere thing we could put in this movie. No, I mean for sure not. Um, doesn't surprise me that they try to do this move though, because I feel like right now. In the action genre, they're really trying to almost one-up Mission Impossible. Um, I feel like Mission Impossible has really been pushing the boundaries, or should we say Tom Cruise has really been pushing the boundaries in the Mission Impossible franchise the last several films. So to me, this was kind of like not a surprise that Fast and the Furious says, hey, we're going to try to put Fast and the Furious on the, in, in space. Um, I don't know. I just I don't see it. But, I mean, again, we didn't see John Cena being brothers with Vin Diesel and yeah, and everything else in the last Fast and the Furious movie didn't really make much logic sense, but uh, yeah, we we continue to watch it nonetheless. Isn't that like everyone since well one? <laughs> but Abby, what? How do you feel about the Fast crew going to space? Because what I hope happens is I hope 
first of all, you know that because you know physics and science don't exist in this world, so it's not going to be they're not going to be wearing spacesuits. It's going to be Vin Diesel in his tank top with a fishbowl on his head, going out into the moon. And that's and that you know that's how they're going to do it. He's going to find a way to wear a tank top in space. <laughs> yes. So, second of all, is, is space too crazy? Because I, I saw this and it's like, okay, you know, you got to do space. That way you, you can get to dinosaurs and other dimensions. Uh, oh my god just thinking about the potential is blowing my mind <laughs> um i'm excited i think if they do go to space that would truly be iconic <laughs> Appar apparently michelle rodriguez does not go to space so some people are gonna go to space but she does not get to go uh, you know what that's okay i'm that's okay fine. with that <laughs> she, she she got enough space in avatar she, she's fine she's, she's got her quota on space yeah <laughs> What are they going to start hopping dimensions? Okay, let's take that. So That's the tenth one. That's oh, so, the so dimensions come in ten. When, when do dinosaurs come in? Eleven? I guess. Oh, well, I feel like they should go to another planet somewhere in between. Oh, them. okay. So, so we have... I feel like Is this that... one they're just going to go into space, and then the next one they're going to like go like into space. You know what I mean? Uh, so they're just going like, to get above we... the Earth. It's good. Would we have a would we have a pitch black crossover where uh, Vin Diesel wears nothing but the uh, the like Ray Bans or whatever the sunglasses they go to his planet or whatever and then we have the like the Oakley the the goggles. There you have it. See, I, I want I want that. Then I want to see the guy from Bloodshot come in. Just just forget that. Just makes like the Vin Diesel <laughs> in, in into the into the Dieselverse go. into the Dieselverse. Get back. Babylon AD. Get, get, I mean, if we're gonna do it, you gotta do it big. Get we're doing this all Vin Diesel. Yes, that that one okay. movie, that one movie where he had hair, where he plays a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, uh, find me guilty. Find me guilty. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're doing this. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if, you, if you like the Fast and Furious movies, which is so many, which is so many people, because these movies keep making money. There you go. You get, you're getting your space. We got superheroes, and now we got space. Hooray. Now, here's, here's a story I want to talk about. Uh, there's a movie called Fat Man coming out. A, a Santa Claus movie. Now, I'm going to ask you both. Who is the one actor in Hollywood that you today that you think would be perfect to play Santa Claus? Go to you, Russell. <laughs> it doesn't matter, old or new, uh, actor-wise. How about... Uh, working right now. Just what actor working right now would you want to see would be perfect to play Santa Claus? I think Kevin James would be funny. I think Kevin James could do it. Okay, Abby, who who is your ideal Hollywood uh, Santa Claus? My perfect Santa Claus already exists, and it is Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles. Okay, so you're both wrong, because the answer is obviously Mel Gibson. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, even, yeah, no, that's gonna be a no for I'm me. I'm not. E no, I'm not even joking. This movie. This is a movie about a kid who pays a hitman to go kill, assassinate Santa Claus after getting a lump of coal. Walton oh Goggins boy. plays the hitman, um, and Mel Gibson uh, plays Santa Claus. Okay. Love it. So, Abby, where does this yes. rank in your anticipated movies of life? Where does it rank? Yes. Is that what you ask? Um, pre, pre or post, Terry Fully Loaded. Um, you know what? That's going to be on the bottom oh. of whatever list. Just, and just any list in general? Like top five worst sandwiches? This is going to be on the bottom? Yeah, yeah. Harsh. Harsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So look, uh, Russell, we had Ali Baldwin threw in his threw in his chips at Santa Claus. Now we got Mel Gibson doing his. You excited yeah. to see Mel Gibson try to avoid not being killed? I want to see the disaster that is Mel Gibson trying to be Santa Claus. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm on board to see this. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I am definitely. I'm gonna watch the shit out of it because this sounds this sounds fucking crazy. I got, <laughs> you hear that premise? Mel Gibson the Santa Claus and assassin and the assassin trying to kill him because of a disgruntled kid. How do you not watch that? That's yeah. Maybe the new era for like bad Santa type. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> oh my god! And then, and then we can get Santa, Santa into the Santaverse. There you oh go. my god! Yeah. Every so every Santa from every piece of media to ever exist will be <laughs> in the movie. I like it. There we go. <laughs> uh, next thing I want to talk about this is a, this, is, this is really a piece of just like no fucking shit news. Uh, guess who confirmed she's coming back for Scream Five? That's right, the most notable actress to be in Scream, at least for the franchise, Nev Campbell, is confirmed what? to come. What? No. I never, I never saw that coming. No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, so I'll go to Abby first, because uh, you just recently dove into the Scream franchise, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. I am currently having a marathon. Um, I have only seen the first three, so I at least now know she survives the fourth. But um, oh, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Um, I figured as much. But, um, yeah, I've been really enjoying this franchise. I've seen a little bit about the news that the other cast members that have been rumored to be on. Uh, um, Jack, Jack Wade's going to be in it. Uh, Selena Gomez? No, no, not, not her. Not her. Did I make that up? I think, cause she, yeah, she's not, she's not in Scream 4 either, because that's where she would be. I think you did make what that about, up. What about hashtag bring back Randy? Uh, hashtag bring back Randy has gotten no traction. Sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Still think I'd. Uh, what a mistake. What's 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 your, uh, what's your favorite scream so far, Abby? So far, it's been three, which I think is um. What? Yeah, really? I think it's a hot take. Yes. Ooh. No, that is a that is a very very spicy take. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, other cast members uh, confirmed for Scream: uh, Mary Shelton, who played uh, Wendy Peppercorn in Sandlot. Uh, Jenna Ortega, who was on something. Uh, Jane on the Virgin. Was she on Jane the Virgin? She's, um, is that the, like, she's very young, and she was, like, the uh, young version yes. of Jane, no, and then no, she had correct. her own show you on Disney correct. Channel. Yes. Uh, Dylan Minnette from uh, 13 Reasons of Bad Television, and uh, <laughs> Mason Gooding, uh, a.k.a. Cuba Gooding Jr. Jr. So uh, yeah, so that's what we got so far. Uh, I mean, Russell, we kind of said it. it's 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 a no-brainer to bring back. You're not going to do another scream and bring not bring back Sydney. At least yeah, not a surprise. At least for like an opening cameo and like murder her before the before the credits start. Yeah. What what if that's the premise? Like you try find, try to solve Sydney's murder, and then the plot twist. It was the same hitman. It was Randy. After, <laughs> Boom, Randy's Randy's back, baby. Do it. Hashtag it. No, it's 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 Leah Schreiber. He survived three. He's like, you know what? I'm actually gonna kill Fun people Mary. now. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, next piece of news we are talking about today, in in the changing, ever so changing landscape of streaming services, we have another one to announce. Well, not really another one, but just more, more one that is getting a retool. Because CBS All Access 
is no longer going to be CBS All Access. It is now going to be Paramount Plus. It will relaunch Paramount Plus in 2021, and it will feature. It will more prominently feature more of the Paramount Library, which is uh, where they got they got Transformers, Mission Impossible. It's sad that I went to Transformers first instead of Mission Impossible. Shame on me. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else we got for Paramount? Stuff and things. <laughs> so, Russell. Are you a current subscriber of CBS All Access? And will you... I know you're not. Don't answer that. I know you're not. Uh, yeah. But will you subscribe... To, will you at least consider subscribing to Paramount Plus? Or will this go by... Or, or will this be on the same priority as Disney... I'm sorry, not Disney. DC All Access. Probably the same priority. I mean, I already have all the movies, so it really doesn't really pay me to kind of go do that. You know what I mean? Uh, I have all the Mission Impossible and Transformers. So, uh, yeah. No, it doesn't really... Um, we really need to get HBO Max on uh, the Roku TV. That's what we need to get done. We need to get yes, on. please. Thank yes, you. Absolutely. Yeah, cause I, I mean, I went out and bought a Chromecast because I'm weak. But that's <laughs> sucker. I know. I know. You know, got to be pissed about this. Like, I wonder, like, can can Disney like technically sue? Cause, like, I, like, hey, goddamn it, we we got the trademark on Plus for streaming services. I mean, Apple share, but don't give a fuck about them. So, Abby. Same question to you, because you know you're you're a writer. You gotta constantly intake new movies. Mm-hmm. Will you be subscribing to Paramount Plus, or you are a subscriber CBS Plus or CBS All Access? Um, I am not currently subscribed to CBS All Access. I didn't even realize, and I guess maybe this will help with Paramount, the rebranding of it. But I didn't realize that there was a lot of movies on that streaming service. It, and to me, it was always very reliant on the Star Trek show the twilight zone Zone, um just the tvs it had tv tv shows it had so um i'm not subscribed because i'm not really big into either of those so oh okay well okay i will say i need to get you on twilight zone because that is one of the greatest shows of life talk about the classic one yeah the the, the jordan peele one's really good but you gotta watch you gotta get gotta be classic first okay good to know (laughs) Uh, but yeah, uh, Paramount Plus. I mean, um, I don't, I don't subscribe to. CB- I, I just, I just moved on to PG, PJ's CBS All Access. So I'm probably gonna do the same thing with Paramount Plus when he gets it. So there you go. <laughs> don't we all mooch off of PJ streaming services though? I mean, I mean, I mean, do, do we? What, 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 what do you have in PJ? <laughs> um, I have his movies anyway. So. Oh, you, ah, shit. I need, I need to get, I need to get that from him. Mhm. I'll, I'll, tra- I'll trade you. Okay, I, I see movies anywhere. I will trade you one. I'll trade you one Peacock. I have Peacock, so that's not oh. a flex. Damn it. <laughs> we'll go. We'll come back to the negotiating table later. Okay, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> uh, next piece. Next piece of news. I call biggest down. Biggest downgrade. Uh, we we talked about Olivia Wilde's new movie. Had a star-studded cast, including. Uh, let me just pull, let me just pull this up right here. Uh, Chris Pine was definitely one of the names. I think Florence Pugh was gonna also gonna be in it. It had other people. Why am I blanking on anybody else? Harry Styles. That's again. Yeah, that's what we're getting. Uh, Dakota oh, Johnson. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Dakota, don't jump the gun on me now. Okay. Uh, Dakota Johnson was also in it. Child Buff was going to be in it, but we have <laughs> traded. He had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts. We we now get Dunkirk star. Harry Styles, which is funny because he kind of he kind of said he was never going to make another movie. He's like, look, I work with Nolan. I work with Nolan. I worked. Okay, so I got to talk about him. I work with the best, so I'm not going to go back and do another movie. Fuck, fuck that. I'm not going to do Little Mermaid. You're crazy. Olivia Wilde's calling. Hello. 
Hello. Uh, so, yeah, we got uh, Harry Styles. So, I will say, he doesn't get the most nuanced performance in Dunkirk, mostly because there's, there's no nuance to give in that movie. But I will say, for singers turn actors, I've seen worse. I've seen worse. So, uh, I don't know. Abby, how, how big are you on uh, her first feature, Book Smart? And do you think she'll be able to pull a good, if you are, do you think she'll be able to pull a good performance out of Harry Styles? First of all, I just need to address you coming for Harry Styles like this. I might have to leave. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna be we're gonna be um, lost. For the, we're gonna be lost for the, rest of the show then if you leave because we have we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, um, I think that yes, he did have a small role in Dunkirk, but he did good. Um, and he, um, I mean, I, I, I gave him props. I said, I said I've seen worse as far as singers turned actors. Yeah, I mean, he had. I mean, he had the foundations. He was on iCarly, and if you've seen that, that was Wait, a was moment. Wait, was he? One Direction was on iCarly, and his acting... I must, it, not, you, I must not have seen that episode. You'll have to watch it, because the jump from iCarly to Dunkirk would, <laughs> is just insane. Was, um, wasn't Emma Stone on an episode of iCarly, too? She, yes, and she was in. She was a voice in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. A voice? She was the voice of London's dog. Why? Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Whoever's voicing, uh, I think that's kind of motivation for anybody who's like voicing a dog on a kid's show. Hey, I do this, I could win an Oscar. Yes. Don't know how, (laughs) but it could happen. But I do like Booksmart. I think that um, I'm really looking forward to this. I mean, Harry Styles and Florence Pugh in a movie? Like, okay. Florence Pugh is in it, right? Correct. She is. She is still in it. Okay. Until Um, until she drops out and is played by Camille Cabello. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you Olivia. know what? Every, every, everyone drops out because replaced by a singer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think that I was really upset when Harry Styles did not end up signing on to The Little Mermaid, but that was also because he was going on tour, and like that that was why he said he it didn't line up. He but still, he still had, I tour, guess he still maybe had now. tours in 2018. My God. Well, no, he was. He said earlier this year that he met with um, Rob Marshall, and it just like because he was going to tour this like 2020, and so. Did anyone that, notable sign on to Prince Eric and Little Mermaid, or just like some nobody? Um, someone that I don't know if anyone. I remember there's the name, but I don't think it's anyone big right now. I'll look that up. But Russell, what do you think about uh, you know, Dunkirk is of course our, our favorite film of all time. But what do you think of him joining uh. this new movie? I mean, I like Olivia Wilde. I told you, I you know, I love Booksmart. I championed that movie when it came out. I thought more people should have pushed to go see that in the theaters to support female directors. But um, I mean, sure. I mean, I don't think Harry Styles is gonna make or break the film either way. Um, don't don't, I mean, don't and, challenge him. Don't challenge him. Well, but here's my thing. Like, I mean, and Dunkirk. I think everybody was pretty much everybody looked the same. All all those kids looked the same. So it really wasn't one of those things where you know, I mean, he like really stood out. Um, I think everybody kind of just played the same type of character. Um, and then oh, we'll see what Olivia Wilde pulls out of them. I mean, I think she's a good director. I mean, she's one for one, like we, we talked about. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I think she has enough talent behind the lens. I think that she uh, she can, I think, can kind of like decipher whether or not, you know, Styles has talent. I mean, I, I think, you know, we, we have seen it a little bit here and there. Um, my stepdaughter's a big fan of the uh, One Direction, like music videos and stuff, I guess. So I've seen... Kind of, I, he he is like comical, 
Um, so he has a little bit of like acting chops and kind of what Abby said with the whole, um, what he was an iCarly and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, this is a huge, this is a big, huge leap from going to iCarly music videos to being a Dunkirk and now kind of really showcasing what you have now in, in a, in a, in a, you know, a female's, you know, a female directed film. So we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, I, like I said, either way, I don't think it really hurts or, or helps the, uh, the project. Okay. Uh, moving on to our next story. Look, we gave Marvel, we gave, we're gonna get Marvel some time later, but we first gotta you know, give give some time to the other party. You gotta go to DC uh, because it was said that I guess DC fandom's still going on. I thought it was still, I think I thought it was just like that one weekend, but apparently they're still putting out news. And there's going to be a lot. This quote: There will be a lot of DC characters in the Flash movie. So I will ask because Ezra Miller not the most commanding presence as a lead. Do you think this movie runs the risk of overloading with people who are going to overshadow Miller? If they cuz you know, we already got Michael Keaton, we already got Ben Affleck. Do we think I'm adding more characters is going to detract from this being a flash movie? I'll go to Russell. Sorry. Sorry, Russell. I was just wondering. Um I mean, it's kind of already overshadowing when you have Keaton and then Affleck. Um Obviously, we, we see. I mean, Ezra Miller was like really, really good in Perks of Being a Wallflower. I think that's a really that's a, a hidden gem of a movie. It was filmed in Pittsburgh too, uh, so nice. like the local local filming of it. Um, but still, like I just think to me, it's like you've already overshadowed it by putting in Affleck, by putting in Keaton. So to me now, it's just like a, almost like a who's who of of DC characters coming into this. Um, I just hope. I mean, I think it's like kind of how we said about you know, Godzilla King of the Monsters and stuff like that. You're going to throw so much into it that, like, I don't hope it just doesn't take away from the film. You know what I mean? But uh, now, I think we've already overshadowed with Affleck and Keaton. I will ask, if you're going to put another DC character in this movie, again, and you can pull from any continuity, who would you want to see aside from Henry Cavill Superman? <laughs> yeah, because you know I'm biased. Yeah, I know, um, I know that's where you're going. So where, who would you want to see? Surely not Jared Leto again. Um, no, please, I think, please I think that's a, I think please, that's completely no. on the bottom of the list. Um, who would I go with? If we, if we don't have to see Jared Leto in any more movies, period, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Just, just, go, <laughs> just go two or 30 seconds to Mars again. He plays the same. Yeah, 30 seconds to Mars, though, yeah. Um, who do you put in? Shit, I don't, I don't even know. At this point, I would even, I wouldn't even mind seeing, uh, Clooney's Batman. I mean, I, I don't even think I would even mind that. Um, uh, are you bringing back, are you bringing back bat, bat nipples, too, or? <laughs> bring in the nerps. Um. All the nips. You, you, you could bring in, you know, the, the governor to play Mr. Freeze would be so funny. That would be a joke, though. Um, oh, man, I don't even know. I really don't know. Like I said, Affleck and Keaton kind of sell me on that. Um, maybe Superman. I like, like, maybe like a Tom Welling because I, I love, uh, you know, I love Smallville. So I think Tom Welling would be a really great choice. Um, I, I could see Brandon Routh doing something like this. Maybe, I, I, could see, I could see Routh doing something like a small cameo in this. He kind of did for TV. I mean, I could see it. Right, I'm just right, saying, right. I, I could see him doing that. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing Tom Welling. I think Tom Welling's, you know, Tom Welling's always, so, always cool like that. So, so I, I wouldn't mind Welling. I mean, he, you did pick the Superior Superman aside from Henry Cavill. <laughs> since you, I mean, since you couldn't pick Henry Cavill, you did pick. They did give you the freedom to pick the Superior Superman. <laughs> yeah, thank you, <laughs> uh, Abby. Same, same question to you. Do you think that uh, the Flash won the potential of getting overshadowed in his own film? Because this is very like a very like similar situation to Civil War. When we heard that, like cast announced, like, oh my god, this is this is Avengers, this is Avengers, like three and a half. Is it gonna be Captain America? But you know, it's Chris Evans who has the who had the strength to you know be the lead of that of, of all that shit. 
So mm-hmm. Abby, do you think that? Do you, do you think that? But Edge Miller is not Chris Evans. So do you think that he runs the risk of being overshadowed? And if you could include a DC character in the Flash movie, who would you pick? Well, I think maybe having him actually be overshadowed might be a good move because I know that he had some controversy earlier this year. So I don't know where Warner Brothers stands on whether or not they want to. Like I, I believe they're still moving forward with him. Like this movie's they have not announced ramped up since then. They have not announced he's been fired. So yeah, they are still moving forward with him. Yeah, so I don't know if maybe him being. I also just think that the Flash character works better when he has more to do in terms of where he's going and who he's interacting with. I think that a whole movie of the Flash character that was introduced to us in Justice League, I don't know if that would hold up for a whole movie um, just by himself. Um, but, but, but Abby, I th- but Abby, what is brunch? Answer me what that is question. brunch? And him, what was he watching? Was he watching Rick and Morty in he the was, background? He was watching Rick and Morty. That's, that's a millennial-ass flash right there. That was like, screenwriter writes, what is a millennial? And then it was that. It, 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 um, it's, it's like he put all like millennial tropes in the, into like the computer that wrote like the Olive Garden commercial. And this is what yeah. you got. Exactly. Um, in terms of characters, I love the DC TV universe, um, the Arrowverse. Um, I think that him coming into the Flash episode and having that little moment was cute. So to see Grant Gustin come back for the movie since Ezra Miller did the show earlier this year um, would be cute. I also would love to just see, like, personally, I am a big Harley person, but, you know, I'm getting my Harley fill with all these movies coming out. But I would love to see. You got enough. You got enough. Yeah. I've got enough, (laughs) but I would love to see um, like Poison Ivy or someone. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Mm -hmm. I won't get crazy with it. I want to bring in like Henry Cavill Superman, but only from the neck down. Stephen Amell, Stephen Amell, but just just the abs. I want to bring in doing the just just the just 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 the salmon ladder. Just Stephen Amell doing the salmon ladder for an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I want to bring in cartoon Superman, (laughs) the the George Newbern one. Black Lex Luthor from that same cartoon. Let's get crazy with it. Because you can go to different dimensions. Um, <laughs> we should do the Nick Cage one. Or they should do. Oh, yes. Bring in, let Nick Cage finally put Superman in live action. Yeah, that's, a, that's a perfect call right there. I agree. <laughs> Moving on. Next story. Uh, Anson Fuqua and Jake Gyllenhaal are teaming up once again uh, in a movie called The Guilty. This is a thriller that takes place over the course of a single morning in a 911 dispatch call center. A uh, call operator, played by Hall, tries to save a caller in, a grave, in grave danger, but he soon discovers that nothing is as it seems. Facing the truth is the only way out. This basically sounds like that Holly Berry movie, The Call, that came out. Oh, yeah. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with Jake Hall. So, I mean, Abby, how familiar are you with uh, Fuqua? And you know, you hear, you hear him in Gyllenhaal. Does that does that uh, team up again get you amped? It does. I really like him as a director, and I've and I like most of his films. I don't know if I've seen all of them, but um, that does sound appealing to me. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. So. All right. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, Russell. Same same thing to you. Same thing to you. Because I will say, like, I I I like Fuqua as a director. Generally, I think he's I think he's pretty versatile. I think he's like pretty talented. You hear yeah. this, and you hear Jake Gyllenhaal, who is pretty selective with his projects overall. Yeah. He, he, has, he yeah. doesn't do a lot of crap, except from Prince of Persia, but, you know, 
Yeah, yeah, everybody has their Prince of Persia, though. Everyone has their Prince of Persia. So, what do you, what do you think sure. of this premise? What do you think of this pairing? I mean, I'm I'm down. Uh, I've just rewatched. Speaking of which, I've been on like a Jake Gyllenhaal spree lately. I rewatched uh, End of Watch, excellent film. Uh, Nightcrawler, very underrated film that really should have, absolutely should have been nominated for that. And then uh, what else did I watched? I rewatched Zodiac. Uh, three three great solid choices for uh, Gyllenhaal films. But uh, yeah, no Fuqua on him. Um, I like Fuqua as a director. Um, and kind of how you said, you know, Jake is kind of select about the films that he is in. Um, and he has been putting out a lot of good films. I think I've said that time and time again with, you know, favorite actors that we have. Um, yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to it. And it should be sooner rather than later than when he gets his, uh, you know, hopefully gets an Oscar here sometime soon. At some point. He has to. He, at some point. He will. Yeah. If nothing else, it's like, you know. Uh, for, apologies for, for Bubble Boy for making him do Bubble Boy. You should get an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, there was a Netflix movie that got uh, random this cast. I want to talk about called "The Harder They Fall." This is a western for Netflix, produced by Jay Z, about a man look who looks to exact revenge against the guy who murdered his parents. Pretty basic premise, right there, right? Uh-huh. But let me hit you with <laughs> let, let me I know. You see what I did. But yes. let me hit you with this cast, bro. We got RJ Kyler, Delroy Lindo, Lakeith Stanfield, Regina King, Zazie Beetz, Jonathan Majors, and Idris Elba huh. in a Western for Netflix. So Russell, how excited are you to see Idris Elba? Sorry, Elba. Get shot. <laughs> reflex. Elba. In a cowboy movie. Jigga what? Uh, no, yeah, I'm absolutely uh, on board. Oh, uh, wait, I like it. hold on. Jared Leto just got cast. You got to abandon the oh, film. Uh, abandon film. And uh, hit the, yeah, <laughs> hit the E-switch. Um, <laughs> no, I'm on board with it. Uh, it's definitely a, a different, you know, you never would have expected to uh, Jay-Z and Westerns to be like synonymously, uh, you know what I mean, the same sentence. So, yeah, I mean, I'm on board with it. I think that got a lot of talented uh, cast behind it, so why not? We'll talk about, we'll talk about Jonathan Majors and another, another thing I just keep, eh, later, because he just booked another big gig. I kind of wish he was directing this. We know he's for sure doing the soundtrack. It's not going to make any sense, but he's definitely doing the soundtrack. Uh, Abby, you hear that the harder they fall, is this going to be on your most anticipated 2021? I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> Let me down, Abby. Let me down. I know, I know. I think it'll, I, it sounds good. Um, depending on the world and what does come out in 2021, it probably won't be at the top of my list. Um, uh, you know, so, Jungle Cruise so was supposed are... to come out, so that's kind of... Wait, hold, 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 up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Heal up, we'll bring it back in my mind. Jungle Cruise is going to be above this? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm joking, I swear. Idris, Abby. I, I see your rock on a, on a cruise boat. I raise you, Idris Elba, in a cowboy hat. Um, didn't we get that in that Stephen King movie? He was Dark not, Tower. He was, not wearing, he was not wearing a cowboy hat. Okay, then fair point. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this. Could, could, be, my, <laughs> could be in my top ten of uh, anticipated next year, depending on how many carriers I have, because... I'm going to say it right now. Top two spots already. Top Gun 2 and The Batman. But we'll see where this ranks. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, we got to end up with some Marvel news. First of which is, like we said, Jonathan Majors also just landed another major gig, but not intended, in the MCU as one Kang the Conqueror. 
So I just want to ask you right now. Are, are you familiar, Russell? I know you're not. Actually, I'm not going to ask you, Russell, because you, you you're not the funny book guy on this on this uh this show. Abby, thank you. Are you familiar with One King the Conqueror? No. All right, let me give you, let me give you all a little history lesson. So, King the Conqueror is basically this like time traveling badass who goes across who goes across time and space to conquer new planets, and you just kind of like make make him in his image. This is a character I've always wanted to see make a crossover into live action. I thought they'd get someone older. Like, I think I said on Twitter, this is not the person I thought he'd get cast. This is not the person I thought would get cast just because I thought they'd go someone a little older. Someone like a Den- like a Dennis Haysbert, I think, would have been great for this role. Also, not the movie I thought he'd get cast in because apparently he's in Ant Man three. That's probably like a weird <laughs> conversation to have. It's like, hey, you're in the MCU, awesome. It's bad news too. What? You're in you're in Ant Man three. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> but he could be he could be like you know Thanos is done. They need another big bad. You got an actor who he's young. He's got dexterity. He could be around for a long time. So I don't know. On the same token, Abby, how familiar are you with uh, the work of Jonathan Majors, and would you be excited to see an actor like him join the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Because it seems like everyone's joining. It seems like that's the hot thing to do right now, join, join an MCU movie. Yeah. Um, I'm actually really not familiar with him at all, so I'm looking forward to if that were to happen, and that does sound like a cool scenario to happen, but... Yeah, I'm not really that familiar with him. I will. Re- I will recommend you watch Black Man, Last Black Man in San Francisco. He is excellent in that. Film. Okay. Yes, I did not. Ca- that was one of the ones I missed last year. And he's also in uh, Lovecraft Country on HBO okay. right now, and he's he's great in that show too. But uh, Russell, I don't. I still. I don't, I don't think you watch either of those things. But you hear, you hear this. No, I, but I know. I know you're talking about that. Yeah. I, I know. I know you know what I'm talking about. Like you hear this. You hear this villain because you, you can't. You can't go based on the actor because you don't know this guy's work. Oh, he's also, okay. he's also into Five Bloods, but you hear, you hear the villain, and uh, what, no, th- is this someone you'd be intrigued to see on the screen? Yeah, yeah. I mean by the by the sound of it, yeah. All right, good enough. <laughs> just say yeah, because I because sure. I because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but sure, just trust me. Sure, it's, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be some cool shit. And uh, last one we're talking about involves uh, Chris Hemsworth, the last the last Chris standing. Okay, not the last one, but the one of the last Chris is standing. Uh, he was he was in an interview recently was talking about maybe oh is Thor four gonna be your last one he's like hell no I ain't going nowhere he's basically going into like the whole like Jordan Belfort Wolf of Wall Street speech I'm not going they're gonna need the fucking National Guard to get me out of here <laughs> <laughs> no, because look he's like hey I, like, this is the last time I play Thor at least as far at least if I have anything to say about it and that got me thinking because look you have you have actors who are like the faces branded RDJ done chris evans doing some questionable things on his instagram google it <laughs> gone uh, um <laughs> so do, do you think that hemsworth do you think hemsworth is poised to become the next big face of this franchise because sure he had success in extraction which i guess is the most watched netflix film yes. but like anything after that is he hasn't done well outside of the mcu i mean ghostbusters bombed uh, Rush, Rush is kind of forgotten about. Black Hat didn't do anything. I'm a hacker. Yeah. Hack between crunches. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Russell, do you think do you think Chris Hemsworth is and Thor are the guy to be the new face of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I mean, kind of what you said. I mean, look at his track record outside. Don't forget the uh, reboot of Vacation he was in, too. I, 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 um, I, I almost said Vacation. He's, he had one more. I'm looking it up. But keep going. And then he was 
And then what? Cabin in the Woods. But that was not. That was before he. That was pre Thor. Um, that was pre Thor. Yeah. Yeah. So like he kind of needs this, and I mean we kind of need him though because obviously with Fat Thor, the success of that Thor Ragnarok and you know Taika, you know Taika Waititi kind of like really switching the whole entire feel of the of the Thor Ragnarok, the third you know Thor movie in the franchise, kind of really just spinning it on its on its head and people just running away with it. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's fun. It's a fun you know. It's just a fun concept. Um, I, I like the idea that, you know, Hemsworth has to be it. I don't really think anybody else really deserves the, uh, you know, I guess the, uh, the, the baton, so to speak. The only other person I could see potentially doing that would be maybe Ruffalo. Um, but then that means you have to have maybe some standalone Hulk films and, you know, I which, just, which they can't, I, I don't see them ever do. doing that. Well, they, they yeah. can't do it because they have to yeah. dish out money universal and that, Disney, the mouse ain't having that shit. <laughs> Which is a shame, but I mean, yeah, so the Hemsworth move makes sense. I mean, it's the only thing that, you know, he needs, I think he needs this because kind of what you said, his, his track record outside of the MCU franchise isn't that, isn't that great. So I, it's, it'd be a career killer if he decided to leave that. So Abby, the MCU needs a new, needs a new face. Do you go to one very dreamy Chris Hemsworth? I mean, I'm down for any Chris Hemsworth moment. I think that maybe making it, I guess you can't necessarily make it Tom Holland because of just legal stuff, but I, I think having him involved is good going forward, but not necessarily the face, as much as that pains me to say, because I am a stan of him. But I'm, stan, um, I'm, yeah. I'm a stan of those abs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean... Who, who who else? Because I mean, like I said, Iron Iron Man gone, Captain America gone. I mean, Hulk can't get another movie. Black Panther I, no longer with us. Yeah, I really would have liked some, or still would like to have someone from like this new crop of characters with all the new movies coming out to be one of the leaders going forward. You know what? You're right. We're gonna get we're gonna get uh, done. Don Lee from Immortals, Eternal. I'm sorry, Don Lee from Eternals, <laughs> and he's gonna be the face of the franchise. Angelina Jolie. How about that? The last franchise where she was the face of didn't go very well. So how about no? You know, maybe this is her chance. Yeah, for Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Better do. I'd, I'd go for Doctor Strange. Like, we can, we can't make a Benedict Cumberbatch because no one can pronounce his fucking name. Like, who's the main who's the main guy that franchise? But butternut crinkle fries. It's that guy. <laughs> Just call him BC. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My man, uh, BC. BC. Uh, so that brings us to the end of our new segment. We now move on to the main event, our movie of the week. And then we decided to go into DCOMs uh, once again. And Russell, this is uh, a little bit little about his history. This is the one. This is the first poll we've ever done, where the option where the options were curated for us. Yeah, Abby. Abby, this poll was all you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Abby, so, uh, the five you gave us, it was, it was uh, Minutemen, Teen Beach Movie, Jet Jackson, Twitches. What was the, what, do you remember the last one? Was it, did I try to do Descendants? You did do Descendants, Descendants. yes. And, and what was the one that we were told on, on the um, on the on the conversation that somebody was was bummed that we didn't put or did we? Oh, lemonade oh mouth. no, lemonade my stepdaughter mouth. put lemonade mouth, but we already did it. Which we did, which we did last year when we did this. Which we did, yep. And it was it was interesting. But 
<laughs> uh, was there anyone you were secretly hoping was going to win? I really was rooting for Minutemen. I thought that that would have won. I was actually surprised when you told me it was Twitches. Yeah, no, so, so, so was I. I mean, I thought it was going to be Descendants because that was like neck and neck with Lemonade Mouth last year when we did this. But we had Twitches. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, this movie came out in... You know, it doesn't matter when this came out. It's the 2000s. 2005. Sure. That, that's, yes, yes. Whatever Abby just said, yes, that's when it came out. <laughs> the uh, 15th anniversary special. Oh, yeah. Yes. I guess we do. I guess we're doing this twice. <laughs> yeah. And I could talk about, I could get like tee, tee this up, but it's best to just dive in. So, you know, like we said, we're going to just go through the movie. Abby, feel free to just interject with anything because. Mm-hmm. I feel like Russell and I are probably going to roast a lot of this, and I've, I want you to I want you to defend because you probably okay. Uh, since okay. you, uh, you stand this film, so no more no more wasting time. This is twitches. Something I noticed watching this is this movie wastes no time throwing you into this. It's just no. like it's like all right, look, we got this fucking castle, we got this darkness. Yes, we also saw a never-ending story, and we got two witches who gotta who gonna defeat this thing. It's like okay, wow, that's a that's interesting. Front loaded. Front loaded. Uh, we have the land of Coventry, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Under attack by this, by a horrendous effect that you have to look at for an uncomfortable amount of time in this film. I mean, I know it's, I know it's di- like TV budget, but my God. <laughs> I thought it was actually, <laughs> like, it was fine. Like, it was good for the time and it, Held up as much as it could. It's also like it's just like the, the big big black cloud in the sky with talking with the evil filters. Like you can't defeat me, <laughs> F- Fuck you and your love, am, am, am I the only person that got uh, shades of charmed? A bad charmed episode. <laughs> I did get shades. Of, I did get shades of charmed. Most of I did watch. Charmed. No, I, no mean, I did. I did. I did. Dude, I got I got vibes of charm watching this, dude. I I kept like recalling. I, I I was ready to see like the power of three come out. You know, where's Piper and Phoebe and Prue? Like, you know, I don't know. I just I definitely got shades of charm for sure, though. Yeah. So uh, these two these two twin babies are taken off by these two hands. Who, for the longest time, I did not know if these two were banging or not. They are. They they, they, mm-hmm. <laughs> they do say oh, yeah. at one point they're on and off. At the end, but for the first like hour and twenty minutes, it's just like, are, are they, are they doing the, they doing the thing, or they brother and sister? What's, what's going on here? Is she, is she the gay best friend, or is he the gay best friend? Like, what is the vibe it's here? Could be. We, we, we got discount Alan Tudyk, and we got discount Claire Danes coming in, <laughs> take these daughters away. Uh, they take them to, they take them to the earth and separate them because, you know, movie, movie and TV show logic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But here's the one gets like really we cut we cut to I think twenty one years later, yeah. And we see that uh, the two sisters grown up, played by uh, sister, sister Sister's own T and Tamara Mary. I'm not. Don't Which, ask isn't me. this the same plot besides the whole witch thing of Sister Sister? No, I'm about to say this is the exact plot of Sister Sister, just minus the magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, twins separated birth and they come together later in life. Uh, don't ask me which one's T and which one's Tamara. I only know them by the names. Cameron and Alex, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, so we got Cameron, who lives with her, the toned-down version of the Banks family. We don't know what it is this family does, but they are rich, biatch. 
<laughs> you know, see, Alex is the artist. She draws. She draws the. She draws these things that just come to her, and she doesn't. She doesn't know why. She doesn't know when. She's also kind of psychic. I don't know why she only has that power, but okay, they don't. They don't answer. Why? They, they, they don't bother answering the question. Why should you? And we have the other <laughs> sister, Alex, who lives on her friend's couch after her mother died. One of these twins clearly got the better deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna... Why couldn't the other family pick me? No, literally, but you look at. The... I watch this and it's like, my God, man, Alex, Alex got the real run into this because you have Cameron. She's living in her big ass mansion. She got a tennis court. She's got drives a, drive, drives a Porsche. Drives a Porsche. She does. And meanwhile, you got Alex. You got Alex, who is homeless. Her mom died. She's probably. She was probably. Her mom was probably on crack at some point. It. She's, I felt like that was kind of implied, but then at another yeah, point, she said she lived in Montana in a truck, a trailer, or a trailer, while her mom went to grad school. She was on crack. She was dead. Yeah. You don't live in a trailer and not do crack. Survived off ramen noodles. <laughs> but yeah, just like I was like, God, I was like, God damn, one of these one of these teens got uh, <laughs> one of these teens got the raw end of the deal. So I will ask, who who was your favorite sister, Abby? Um, I was more of a Cameron person, I think. Watching this again, I yes, I, I I I will agree. I did, I did like Cameron more because I did. I think that the married sisters, they could, they could have so easily been gimmicky. And if you watch their TV show, which I did, and you just see the intro, it could, they could have very easily been a gimmick. But they actually do have, they have, they have chemistry and they do have a good comedic timing. I feel like Alex, not Alex, I'm sorry, Cameron has more of the opportunity to be, she's, she's the more fun, she's more bubbly. She's kind of like the yeah. extreme extrovert of the two of them. As opposed to Alex, who was just like incredibly grounded and incredibly serious. Uh, which, yeah. which, which she does well, but... Yeah, I I definitely gravitate more towards camera until the end. We'll get we'll get there. But uh, Russell, uh, which is your favorite? What, what's your favorite? Sister one or sister two? I feel like you don't remember the names. I'm gonna go with Alex just because of the fact that I think because she kind of lived underprivilegedly, she's more grounded. She's more, you know what I mean? I think she appreciates things more because like even when she goes to Cameron's house and she's completely blown away by like just how everything is. Wow, this is your house. This is your room. This is your closet. You have two closets. Like. I don't know. To me, it was like growing up, I was kind of like that. I didn't have those lavish things like that. So I kind of look at Alex as the one that I kind of uh, see similarities to. Um, and I just think that her character in general is just more grounded. But kind of what you said, Chance, they definitely have that chemistry together. You definitely can you definitely buy into that, you know, as much as we'll probably you know throw some jabs at the movie. I'm, I mean, I think the movie's. Again, for uh, you know a decom movie, it, it's it's functional enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, and well, I mean. Just just for a few directions. The, the the M in DCOM stands for movie. So you basically said Disney Channel original movie movie. Yeah. Just want to point mm-hmm. that out. Uh, so, yeah, it is their it is their twenty first birthday, and this, but this is the Disney Channel, so this is not ending a drinking binge. Got to keep got to keep that PG or I'm sorry that G rating. And yeah, it, it basically them going about their day. I do love the fair, my, my biggest last come in like this sequence. First of all, like. They they're brought to the same part of town. One gets off the bus, and the other's like like down yeah. the streets. And I do I do like where like her her homie's just like you gotta be more aware of your surroundings. And like right to that, she looks right past Cameron to see that a store she likes having a sale. Like I think yeah. I do like I that. think that's funny. Yeah. Another one is like where they're trying to get them both in the same store, 
and then discount Alan Tudyk is tr not. I'm sorry, discount Alan coming. He's trying to get uh, Alex in the store. She's looking for a job. He keeps putting up signs. It's like help wanted, no spirits necessary. We're desperate. We're desperate. desperate. What, desperate would, yeah. what would the next sign have said if she didn't go in? There? <laughs> Please stop. Turn it around. would have been like, Alex, come into the store. It's just, it's just like, bitch, are you blind? <laughs> turn turn we're, around. We're, we're, talking, we're talking to you. Yes, you. <laughs> turn around. You're a witch. The Your sister is in there. At that point, probably easier to just, just tell her. <laughs> yeah. Just put the next yeah. one just like, a, like a, a photo of this sign. Like, we want you. Uh, so, yeah, they, they go in and they're... Again, like, I, I do think somebody has like little touches that do work like for example like alex's like ability to be psychic it's like it's, it's done like so passively it was just like like one line it's like I'll, I'll get it before the phone even rings like i like touches like that and it's like one like yeah. this scene where it's first of all you see these retail employees don't give a fuck about their job because uh <laughs> you have alec you have like cameras going and trying clothes and then alex is in at the same time like an employee comes like oh here you go here, here you go. Here you go, woman who is definitely not the same woman I just helped. Here's the one the size you requested. It's like, what the? This is very clearly not the same person you just helped. What are you? Do, what are you doing? I know this job probably doesn't pay much, but what? What are you doing? Yeah. But that builds up to the <laughs> ultimate confrontation, Russell, where we find out that Russell, get a load of this. Cameron and Alex are twins. What? No. What? No. No. I don't buy that. <laughs> I also do love like how like camera just so accepting of it. She's just like, oh my god, this is so great. I knew it was gonna happen today. Alex reacting like I know a person like what the fuck what the fuck is going on? I don't wanna be here. <laughs> hey somebody got some questions to answer. Yeah, but... yeah and yeah, they, you know, they basically, they basically they basically go off and we do get uh meanwhile back at back at Castle Green screen. We get a scene that it's honestly it's to be so bad it's good. It turns so it turns out that his her mom senses that their daughters are alive because you know they have like a glow in the necklace. The mom, by the way, played by uh, Doctor Doodle's Doodle's wife from the Eddie Murphy movies. Uh, she <laughs> she senses she senses that they're alive, and she goes to guy who is obviously not the villain. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> Also, I need to point out that his name is Thantos. Yeah, I heard that. Like Thantos, like they were they were really calling their Marvel shot early. <laughs> gotta, yeah, they predicted gotta, it. Got to collect them all, baby. Got to collect them all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's this dude who's like dressed in all black. He's got a facial scar. Like, nope. Clearly, absolutely not the villain. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, he he's here to help. But something I will give credit, I will give credit to the actor. Like they are selling these lines because there's one exchange where just like, like you, you know, we lo we lo we lost Aaron, my husband, your brother. Yes, many yes, many heroes were lost. Like it's just blatant exposition like that. But these actors sell the shit out of these lines. <laughs> like it's kind it's kind of really weird. Do. It's weird how much devotion like they are giving to this to this one, especially uh, the actress whose name I can't remember, uh, Mrs. Doolittle. Like the way she like cried because she's crying a lot. She's crying a lot of these scenes. I'll, just, I'll say it right now. She's crying it a lot, but she is she is trying hard. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do appreciate that she's giving effort to this. I would say that all the acting, I'm not all the, of it. I think Tia and Tamara and the mom are both really good. Like for what they 
what material they were given for this film. <laughs> even, even Thantos, for as obvious a villain he is, he's doing he's doing well. Like he's like he's, he's, yeah. he's got he's got a he's got a nice charm to him. You kind of appreciate how diabolical he is. I like that. I like that. That's cool. That's, yeah. that's cool. Did, Chance, did Thantos remind you of a character that we should have seen in the stand? Yes, he did. Okay, okay. <laughs> At least I, I'm not crazy. I was okay. I was wondering. I was like, why is this guy so familiar? I'm like, yes, he does seem like the new. Like he does seem like Randall Flag from the Sand. Yes, that's that's a that's a good that's a good callback. Okay, all right. So yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, they decide they decide to go off and you know, have some sister bonding, and then Alex gets to literally see how the other half lives because they go they go in a car, they go to her mansion. This this one maid steals the entire movie. This is one this one reaction. This is like it's like, hey maid, whatever your name is, look what I got, a twin <laughs> sister. She's like, oh great, two of you track mud up the house. It's like, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to I want to see her spinoff where like all these like magical like insane like ridiculous things keep happening to her, and she doesn't give a rat's ass. I think it'd be great. Yes. You know the name of this maid, Abby? Five points. What's the name of the maid? Oh, God. What is the... I was just thinking about how every maid I... I don't know her name, but I was just thinking about how every maid in every movie is always like, I'm not cleaning that up. <laughs> but... Like... Oh, and then Q Studio after. Ha, 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 ha. But, like, that's what all she said was, like, I... Like, every maid in every movie is like, I, I'm not doing that. No. And, like, she's literally looking the black smoke in the face, and she's like... Not cleaning that up. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. This made. This made. This made. <laughs> I, I swear, all the employees from this, all the employees in this world have the exact same reaction. Like I don't go. Like I don't go. Fuck. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they go, they go upstairs. Uh, Alex is really in shock and awe of how her sister lives because again, like we said, homeless, living on her friend's couch. Mm-hmm. And I do like the, the touches that they have because, well, first of all, like one has like a sun pendant, the other has a moon pendant. And uh, Cameron, she draws pictures of uh, of Castle Green Screen, Co- Coventry. That's the name of it. She draws pictures of it during the day. That's when that's when she's most active. And the other one's active at night. She writes stories about it. I do think that, I think that's like that. Actually, like like I said, really good. Look, there's actually some, there's a fair amount of TLC put into this that I will give credit for. <laughs> I think the dumb shit. I think if this movie was remade with more with a more serious budget and more serious writing, I think there's a potential for, like, a really cool story in here. How many famous twins do we have, though, aside from T and Tamara? Mary-Kate and Ashley also. <laughs> Boom! Done deal! They need to come back. Make it happen. They need to come back? Sure, why not? <laughs> it was also interesting how they were 21 in this. Like, they were older than the usual, like, Disney yeah, Channel I, I noticed character. That, I noticed that, too. Usually, usually they're, like, in their teens, but like, wow, 21. Yeah. Nice. Good Good for them. Good for you, Disney. Trying to branch out. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so they're, they're scoping around the room and they find out one of their, one of the closets is a portal to the other dimension. Don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the worst. So yeah, they find out that they are, you know, they are here to fight the darkness only by their powers combined can they defeat this thing. That will basically just, just just destroy and just fuck over all this land, and Alex is just Alex hears this, she's just like, "Nope, I'm out," meep, meep, and then she leaves. Mm-hmm. But oh no, the guys, 
the darkness is following them to into the house. It could cross dimensions. What? What? No, I don't buy that. And th but this is this is the laziest ass demon I've ever seen. <laughs> Why? Because like you have an entire house full of like parents and like staff and people who she would have noticed missing. Okay, maybe she wouldn't know because she's rich. She doesn't care. But maybe maybe she you could have taken some people. <laughs> But nope, she's like, you know what, I need, I need you. It, he's driven, I'll give him that. He's got tunnel vision, but he's driven. Uh, so, but, you know, we, we, we saw how Cameron lives, but it's time for Cameron to how Alex lives. She gets to see her couch, her shared bathroom. <laughs> she's really, <laughs> really, oh, actually, before, before we did that, we, uh, no, yeah, sorry. So they, do, they do see how she lives. But after that, we get, of course, we get hijinks. Jinx are about to get high. Now, what is your favorite high jink of this montage, Abby? Ooh, I don't know. I did like the paint one. <laughs> well, but my thing, my thing is like the, the discount Alan Cumming gets screwed all, all the time in this film. Uh, every he time really they does. Do, every time they do magic, also, bounce like he did that for no himself. reason. He undid that spell while he was standing under the ladder. That's true. That one was on him. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. I was like, bro, what is that? Do you know how hard pain is to get off of those clothes? I'm sure it is. <laughs> they, they make one dude's like coke explode on his face. I thought it was funny. I come sick like this. Like, what, like, what, like they turn it into acid. Like if I was making a radar, yeah. a radar version of it, I would have had that coke turned to ass and then, ah, oh, face melts, and he, <laughs> and he dies. Uh, but then, oh no, we got we got conflict back. It's 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 really weird because like an, like an hour like like half the movie runtime goes by before like they even like try to fight try to fight this thing. It's only because like all right guys, I'm done waiting. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna come get you. They break into Alex. The darkness breaks into Alex's apartment. And it's about to take Cameron wherever it is this thing takes things. I, I, I have no idea. They don't really explain it all that well. I don't know where mm -hmm. these things go. Well, probably, probably wherever. Okay, look. You, you know how you lose your left sock in the dryer? That's where, that's where the darkness takes things. Yes. <laughs> so maybe that's a blessing. So, yeah. Uh, we basically get the same thing again. Uh, we find out that uh, their dad... Their dad uh, was the one who gave them their powers. He, he did that and then sacrificed himself from the darkness because reasons. I don't know. I don't know why. If you're, if you're because. because, yeah, because it adds to the adds to the plot. It was it was supposed to it was supposed to save them, but the darkness is still alive. So you do that for nothing. Wait. Did it? <laughs> yeah, did it do anything? I don't know. I get the same talk again. Like, ah, oh, you're destined to destroy this thing. Only now. Uh, Alex passes the baton along to Cameron. She's like, you know what? Nope, I'm out. And then we uh, we get our, I guess it'll be our third act. I don't want, I don't like you anymore. Uh, set set to of course Disney pop song. Which, okay, uh, correct my trivia. This is this is those two sisters, right? The AJ and what's 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 her face? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm like I I knew I retained something from these days. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, but I think I kind of want to see this cut to other songs. Like I want to see this cut to I want to see this cut to like uh, you know the Sound of Silence by F Simon and Garfunkel. I want to see this cut to like any just like dramatic like third act song. <laughs> I do. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, Allie and AJ is who you were thinking of. It's That's it. Thank you. I, yeah. I, knew, I knew AJ because she's on yep. Steven Universe, but I, for, I forgot the name of the other one. Mm -hmm. So now we get uh, our, our the big Halloween party for uh, Alex's, no, sorry, Cameron. I always forget. Cameron's 21st birthday, which meant if you want to see how rich her family is, they're rich. And we, we never find out what they do. So I'm just assuming, hear me out on this one, I'm assuming they sell drugs. And they sold the drugs that killed Alex's mother. It's all connected. There you go. I like it. It's a I twist. like it. I can see it. We never find out what they do. <laughs> it's like Kevin McAllister's dad. <laughs> yeah. What, <laughs> how does he get all this money to fly back twenty people to and to and from <laughs> to and from other sides of the country? Oh boy. Yeah, but then uh, oh, we got more conflict, Russell, because Alex. And her, and her homie that she's living with, they blow up because it's like, oh, hey, I don't want to go see my sister. I ain't got nobody. Nobody cares about me. Only way I would go on is me. And she's like, okay, screw you then. Go find another yeah. couch. <laughs> the conflict that the two sisters what? constantly have is very interesting. Yeah, well, and they need both of them to go because their, I forgot to mention, their powers only work when they're together. Yeah. Again, probably not. Probably not the best plan. Probably not the best plan. But he's about to die, so it's not thinking yeah. straight. Uh, so yeah, they 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 blow they blow up, and I will give credit to you know I, I've been talking a lot of crap about like the Alex so far, but I will give credit that very few Disney Channel movies do I see go like this grounded with a character to where like her mom died, she's homeless, she's looking for a job, she's had a rough upbringing. Usually, like characters on Disney Channel movies, like very, they're very bubbly, they're very you know up yeah. very upbeat. Except for that, like, and, and when they do have a conflict, it's like really like out of nowhere, like uh, the the blonde girl from Lemonade Mouth, where like <laughs> we're saying we're looking at clouds. My oh, dad, yeah. my dad's in jail. Wait, what? What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Back up, back up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Where'd this come from? But I, I don't know if you, agree. I don't know how you guys think about it. I, I do think that for. A for a movie like this, it's actually like, it's actually like more complex than I would think. I agree. Yeah. yeah so uh, it turns out that you can get to uh, Eternia or Fantasia, whatever the fuck this place is called, just by going Eternia. through just by going through a door. <laughs> Eternia. <laughs> oh, if he, <laughs> if he man shows up in this, I'm down. I have the power. Oh, it's done. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, and then she comes face to face with her mom, and I do like the idea where she's just like, "Look, I lost one mom." I don't really. I'm not sure how she feel about getting to another. And I will admit, the, the first meeting of the, of the two of them, it's sweet. It is really sweet. Yeah, it is cute. Okay, is it just me, or were you waiting for like, that to be like Santos as the mom? <laughs> like, honestly, like you know how you, like you people can change into <laughs> you know pull the off bad the, guy can pull change the Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo Mission Impossible mask. Like, ha ha, dude, I got gotcha. you. No, but you, but you know how you could like use like magic and stuff like that kind of hides your identity but you know uh so yeah uh, alex is alex is there camera still that partying it up and this is this is realistic she'd be way too drunk to fight to fight monster clouds way too drunk this is, this is true she would be doing yeah she'd be drinking her uh white claw right now yeah <laughs> she'd be she'd be doing she'd be doing she'd be doing body shots off of zoro over here before she's like i'm like oh crap i gotta go fight the darkness <laughs> 
I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're destroyed. We're dead. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, we, we have a heart to heart. We have another heart to heart with the parents. Like these. That's another thing I'll say about this movie. Like these scenes are like very repetitive. Like they play, they do the same scene like three or four times between different characters. I was like, you got I a heart to heart. You got a heart to heart. You got one of the sisters bailing. You got the sisters coming together. Go twitches. Go twitches. <laughs> it's, it's your birthday. <laughs> it's it's our birthday. <laughs> uh, but, and I will say like I I like I looked from a distance real quick uh, when she's talking to like her Earth mom. I thought this was the one from <laughs> the other dimension. I'm just like, how how did she get here? <laughs> What'd she, aban- what'd she abandon the Lord? <laughs> Bitch. Like, yeah, she did, she did look she looked she did look similar. I, I I agree. Yeah. Yeah, so she's like, you know what? Stay to hell with this. I'm going. But we find out that wait a minute, she was terrorized by a figure in darkness. And she looks over her old sketches and the face she drew from the darkness looks <laughs> it's spot on. Looks just like <laughs> Dude. <laughs> looks man. just like Thanos. <laughs> she should be an she should be an FBI pro- profile. Oh, she, she needs she needs to go into like crime scene investigation, be like the world's best, <laughs> like the world's best police sketch artist. Absolutely, be like, damn. That, I mean, like you even drew like you you have like his like yeah. You can even see the pores in his face. <laughs> you got the jawline so exact. You got hilarious. the scar exactly right. Like this is fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this puts the you got, I don't know if you guys remember like the the, le- the leprechaun in the hood Le- the leprechaun in the hood new yeah. star with like the am- yeah. amateur drawing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, like, God damn, go, like, go 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 get on that case. You'll you'll find him. Oh, that's great. So yeah, I started to think that uh, oh no, is is uh, Phantos the villain? Uh, is a guy with him like uh, Phantos I don't the bad? Is the guy with him like Phantos the bad the good guy? Probably uh, not. Yes. So, but she decides. She decides. I you know, we're gonna go. There's like do- five people in this movie, so that's yeah. the other thing too. That's that's true. There's there's like, there's like yeah, there's literally like seven people make up this cast, <laughs> and there's a bunch of yeah. a bunch of featured extras. So it's like hurry up and it's like hurry up and. Hurry up and uh, d- d- you know d- divulge that uh, Thanos is the bad guy because we we know where you're going. Yeah. So the darkness yeah. the darkness attacks uh, the party. Uh, Dis- Discount Alan coming sacrifices himself. He's like, "You go. I got this. I'll hold him off." And he does not got this. <laughs> Literally, like two seconds. No, he does not. Two no. seconds later, he's asking dragged down the stairs. Like, oh god, this is a mistake. Help me. And then Bargain Ben Claire Danes isn't doing much. She tries <laughs> to hold. A bad choice. She tries to hold the door and she can't. She can't do anything. Putting hold, putting hold to shame. A reference you don't yeah. get yet, Russell. <laughs> so, thanks. <laughs> it's funny. They go. They go in and uh, Thanos is just like. He's, he's, he's literally just like, uh, oh look, the the dark the darkness is corrupted. Cameron, we gotta seal the portal. She can't get here. He's like, oh, that's funny. She's already here. <laughs> Wait, you caught him in a lie. Wait, gotta be the bad guy. He's gotta be the bad guy. Good don't, people don't tell lies. I'm not familiar with you guys are with this, but I, as soon as that happens, like, oh, that's funny, because I'm right here. I just heard like the the jingle for double mint gum, you know, the double double your refreshment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. But yeah, so we find out oh, that he, of boy. course, 
obvious, obvious villain is the villain. <laughs> Find out that he, he killed Aaron. He's behind all of this. He has the hots for uh, Mrs. Doolittle. Do you know the name of the, you know the, name of the queen, Abby? Miranda. Miranda. Oh, what is her? What is that? Is it Miranda? I, I think Miranda. it is. Oh, sure. Let's go. Even if it's not, let's go with it. Miranda. Yeah. And she's like, he got, he got everything, and I got nothing, and I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the shit back. Yeah, there they go. They go off to wherever the cloud takes them. And Abby, wouldn't you know? It's the only way to save the day. Power. The opposite of darkness is not light. The power of love. You know, that is the ultimate life lesson. Chance and Russell. <laughs> power of love. This is both. This is before Frozen, guys. So we this is legit, right? That's true. I mean, there's so many movies at this point that have taught us that love conquers all, and this is just the prime example of that. That's true. I mean, look, there's only one way to defeat this thing, and that is and that is with the power of love. Okay, guys, yeah, we're gonna strike. <laughs> Don't take yeah, money. So, uh, yeah, they, they decided, like, we're going to do this for everyone we love back home. Our moms, our dads. Okay, I'm sorry. My dad. <laughs> your, your, friend, your, your waitress friend. The two peep, the two buffoons who were just watching us the entire time that, did, that didn't do much to protect us when, when I was on the line. The maid, maybe. That's it. That's all we got. Just... They, don't, they, don't, they don't have anybody else. But wouldn't you know it, Russell? It doesn't work. They die. Movie over. Good the end. Bye. <laughs> no, of course they. I was. Wasn't funny. That's how it ended. No, they defeat the darkness. They go back to the party. Uh, they do. They do the little go twitches chance again. And yeah, the day is saved until the sequel. Which Russell, did you know there was a sequel to this film? I did when I because I put it in Disney Plus and I seen <laughs> twitches too. That's the only reason why. So yeah. <laughs> All I right. did because of that. I would not have known had it had it not been for. See, I've seen Twitches two more than Disney this one. The- so I will ask you, Abby: Is is Twitches two better than the first Twitch? Is it the Empire Strikes Back of Twitches films? It is. There's some big reveals in Twitches two that connect oh, to this first boy. one. So should we review Twitches two? Um. Yes, and I would love to come back for that. Ooh, well, so we will. We will definitely have <laughs> you back door- for that one. But, uh, Doors open and shut. That's 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 cut the cut the print, man. We got that. Cut the print. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Tender that is and... so that is Twitches. So Abby, how, how do you what what do you think about Twitches? And where does it rank for you among the pantheon of decoms? Um, I think it's one of the more solid movies. Um, I have watched both this one and the second one a few times, but I had not come back to it in recent years. So it was cute. It um. It is a pretty solid decom. There are worse ones out there. I think having Tia and Tamara, like they're such strong actresses, even if the material is what it is. Um, I love decoms. That is like, that is why Chance asked me on to this episode. So I, with all my heart, will love anything that comes out as a decom. But um, I really like this. I think in terms of holding up, it's kind of getting forgotten because, you know, you have classics from the 2000s that are more musical, like, um, you know, High School Musical, Camp Rock. Um, this actually twitches, too, as the last decom musical 
that was not or last decom that was not a musical. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm like twenty two is a musical. I don't remember that. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> it changes to a musical. Would it? Would it be? Would it? Would it be improved? Should Should they do a third and should it be a musical? Um, I think it could be a musical. Okay, so Russell, <laughs> seeing this for the first time as a, as a grown ass man, <laughs> what do you think? Honestly, honestly, kind of what Abby said. I mean, it's it's charming. It's it's cute. I mean, I, I did not think that this movie was going to be the godfather of films. I mean, come on. Um, but it was entertaining enough. Um, and, like, we got lucky with Lemonade Mouth. I think that was a pleasant surprise. I think I remember when we were talking about that last year with the, the music and stuff. They got really helped, uh, like, really drive the story. This one was more of the sisters. Um, you know, I think the twins really, you know, played well off of one another. And it was nice because it's, like, fall. It's Halloween season now, so it has that halloween-esque vibe to it like witches and stuff like that so i mean overall it wasn't a bad film this is something that you know you could watch with the family um and it's you know it's it, it works just fine so as much as we like played around with it i mean i really didn't mind it i'm sure we could have gotten you know we could have got dealt a lot worse so i think we've really lucked out in these um disney uh you know uh, channel original movies so uh yeah it wasn't bad though honestly yeah yeah, no, I agree. Like I said, I mean, it's for a for a kids for a kids movie, what it basically is. It's, it's 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 cute. It's got some fun moments. Got some clever bits. I, I did I did laugh more than I thought I was going to. It's it's yeah. not one that I remember watching a bunch when I was younger because I was I was all in Halloween Town. Then Abel will get to that one day. <laughs> I think y'all should. I think it's a great group of movies. Trust me, Abby. <laughs> Abby, anytime we do a decom, we'll we'll bring you back if you if okay, if, cool. if you if you, you, you want to come back. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, so there you go. Uh, anytime we do a decom, Abby will Abby will be back on the show. Um, cool. But yeah, I do think that it's uh, of the ones I've seen. This is better than Lemonade. I'll say that because that would be just ridiculous. <laughs> just, yeah, it's re- really yeah. dumb. Uh, but yeah, no, this was, I, I I enjoy this one. It's a solid watch. If, if you have kids, check it out. Uh, Russell, show 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 this, show this to your kid, man. Show this to your kid. You know what I was gonna, and she's stuck in the age right now. She's five, so she literally is. She drives me crazy. She's stuck in these just like the same thing over and over and over again. She won't watch anything else. So she's on the. She likes Bluey, so she's obsessed with that. She watches that a lot. Um, you, you've you've seen that on Disney Plus before, I assume. Which one? Which one? Mm-hmm. Bluey. Bluey. What the hell's Bluey? Yeah. Uh, it's I don't know. There's like a and I couldn't even explain it. It's it's a cartoon. It's I don't know. She's obsessed with that, and then she'll only watch certain movies, like the same ones over and over again. I, I oh, really wish she okay. would like yes, broaden. Okay, yes, I do know what this is. Her broaden her horizons. Um, I did sit her down. She did enjoy Inside Out, so that made me feel good because Inside Out's. I think it's, it's really advanced for for that age. I think, but I mean, yeah. she she enjoyed it, and Inside Out's such a, such a gem too. So um, uh, we're we're trying, but um. Yeah, needless to say, these are the first times I watch any of these uh, Disney Channel movies because I, I was what in two thousand and five I was in college, so yeah. There's uh, no reason not, why you should have been watching Twitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there really there was no reason. I was a uh, what was that? I was like a sophomore in college, so I don't think Twitches was the, you know, the main yeah. thing that <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it was fun. It was a fun, it was a, like I said, it's a fun film. All right, so that's gonna do it for us uh, for the review. But Russ, the show is not over yet. Oh, boy. It's that time. Yes, it is our game time. Oh, boy. Now, I got to compete last week, but, Russell, now you are back under the microscope. Abby and I had devised a game for you. It's another category of real or fake. 
Oh boy. Cat. We have like your like your Jesus movies. Like yes, like like real fake Christian <laughs> movies. Oh, All right, boy. so Russell, we have yeah. seven premises. Four. Oh, okay. Four are for real Disney Channel movies. Okay. Uh, four. Uh, four are real. Three are just ones I made up. Probably shouldn't have told you okay. the number, but I'm trying. I'm trying to give you an edge. You're, you're gonna need it. So I'm gonna lose. So it's fine. Uh, Abby, read off the first premise. To Russell. Okay. Oh, boy. A young boy has to go undercover with a super spy as his son in order to get close to the son of an international terrorist. He befriends the young son of the witch, which makes his vis- his mission very difficult. Did I did I write did, did, it, did I write witch? I might have been mistyped. What, what, what's the witch? Oh, I'm I sorry. Read. I'm sorry. I I, I thought that should be a son son, which makes his mission very difficult. Okay, I'll reread it for you, Russell. Ready? A young boy has to go undercover with a super spy as his son in okay, order to get on. close to the son of an international terrorist. He befriends the young son, which makes his mission very difficult. I will go ahead and say that that is a real concept of a movie. You're incorrect, Russell. That is fake. <laughs> Bullshit. Damn you. I figured because you just so Yeah, I should have probably said that. Ugh. All right, uh, Abby, movie two. A teenager who believes he's an alien sends a distress call out to the universe. The universe answers back, and he's met by a whole slate of different aliens, including a lawyer, a movie producer, and a zookeeper that wants to keep him for good. That's got to be legit. I'm going to go legit on that one. Judges? Is that me? Yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're, you're judges in this case. Okay, cool. Um, the judges tell you that that is correct it is the movie yeah. can of worms okay it's a batshit insane ass movie yes all right uh next movie abby a girl moves to a new school and discovers that all the students are reincarnations of king arthur and his court and must fight an evil wizard is that the movie ah oh, now wait a minute ah oh, shit uh, I don't know what that movie is, is it? Oh, I'm going to say that is a movie. Judges? That is. It, it is Avalon High. Okay. All right. So you, you, you're doing good so far. You got two for three. You hit, you hit two more, you win the game. All righty. Okay. Ready? <laughs> the CEO of a top corporation dies, and the next head of the board is his teenage granddaughter, who uses unconventional methods to make the business flourish, all while an evil underling of her grandfather tries to take the company away. I'm going to say that that is fake. Judges? That is correct. That is fake. Ooh, doing good. Ooh. You're on a roll. You're on a roll. On a, on a roll. Here we go. Come, <laughs> come and get okay. it. Come and get it. Hot streak. Hot streak. Two teen girls use a weather machine belonging to Santa Claus to make it snow in Los Angeles. But things take a turn for the worse when a down-on-his-luck weatherman takes it and uses it in an effort to save his job. (laughs) Is it fake? It's fake? No, it's real. (laughs) The ultimate Christmas present. It's sad. It's 
so out there that I was like, there's no way. Okay. That's actually a really good decon that I recommend is the ultimate Christmas present. We're out to the list. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yep. Partially based on the borrowers, this movie takes a look at the lives of a miniature society of people living amongst the big city. And we see what happens when one of the members friends a powerful executive. I'm going to say that that is... I'm going to say it's a movie. Judges? No. Nope, made that one up. Uh, All right, Russell. Russell, here is... is, This is it. Penultimate question. This one. Uh, I'm trying to think how many were fake already. You hit this, you win the, <laughs> you hit this, you win the game. Really regret telling you how many were fake. You hit this, you okay, win the game. Okay, here we go. Ready. Your final, yep. your final decom. Okay. A boy is the only powerless member of a family of superheroes, worried he doesn't have to any... Okay, I'm going to restart. A boy is the only powerless member of a family of superheroes, Worried he doesn't have any powers, he pretends to have powers only for a situation to come up where he has to be one to save the world. I'm going to say that that is a movie. And your winner. Uh, please. Russell Howe has won the game today. That is a real movie. That yeah. is the premise for Up, Up, Whew. and Away. Oh, man. Had me sweating there. I, I didn't know if I was going to get it or not. <laughs> Oh, that, that could not have gone any better. But, uh, Abby, I would like, I'd like to thank you for joining us. Uh, where can people find you? Y'all can find me at Abigail Friel on all social media. Um, and, I mean, if you're listening to this, you probably know The Schmodown. So please follow The Schmodown TikTok at The Schmodown. And, yeah, that's where you can find me. Uh, Russell, you want to give our plugs for that? Yeah, Notorious by Chance on Facebook. Go ahead and join the group. That's where we put up polls. Um, obviously, we're not going to be doing that next week because we're doing The Mandalorian. Um, but, yeah, join that. That's where we usually put up the polls where we have you guys vote on what we t- you know, what we talk about. And then you can find us on YouTube where we're going to be starting that back up. Uh, I think Chance wants to record Tenet and New Mutants. So I think we're going to go ahead and get back to the YouTube channel on that. So find us at Notorious by Chance on YouTube as well. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChanceWars underscore 91. Uh, yeah, check out the Schmodown. My match with Liz Shannon Miller dropped today as of recording this. Not going to spoil it in case you haven't seen it, but uh, it's, a good, it's a good one. And, uh, yeah, it's going to do it for us. And uh, like Russell said, uh, like, uh, one, more, one last thing to Abby, and uh, we will see you next week where uh, Mr. Alex Damon will join us to talk about The Mandalorian. Russell's finally going to watch it, guys. I can finally, stop. I can finally yeah. get off his back. You got it, man. <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time.